November 30th was the premiere date of Willow on Disney+. Plus. What we're going to do is look at back at the 1988 original Willow starring Warwick Davis, who's going to be uprising, or excuse me, reprising the role in the series. Does the original hold up, or is its passes due? But before we get into our review, guys, if you want to learn how to save money in gas, groceries, restaurants, check the description below. It's not a sponsor. We don't get any kickback from it. It's just our saying thanks for our viewers of watching and listening. Also, you want to be a superhero? Check the description below on how you can save a life or two. And there will be spoilers. Welcome back, guys, to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Willow originally came out in 1988. Created by George Lucas, directed by Ron Howard, and you can't help to see the similarities of the projects he has done before. It is so strong in that sense. In the original, there are male leads or male heroes. What you got here is female roles and heroes, if you will. We have the Palpatine and Obi-Wan, played by two ladies, old ladies as well. You have uh, the hero, even though the hero in this story is Mel, is Willow, but you have the hero in the making where like the prophecy is a female. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I think I haven't seen it. Well, you're like three or four when it came out. That makes me, you're four. Okay. I used to love to watch this. When it came on HBO, I used to watch it all the time. It was a great entertainment. It was, it was a great fantasy. And I liked it because I knew that it was you know, created by George Lucas and Ron Howard. And so to me, it was amazing. What about you? When you saw it again to get re-familiar with the characters or with the character here, because I don't know who's going to be in the series. Just I know that Willow will be the main character, but I don't know if any other characters will be in. Mainly the majority died except for... Well, Kilmer's still alive. Well, he can't act anymore. And then Sorsha, who played the love interest of uh, Mad Mardigan, that was played by Val Kilmer. She's still alive, so I'm not sure she's going to make an appearance. But anyway, what did you think? What did you feel? With I do remember the film growing up, and I always had a fondness remembering the film, like, looking back i did watch it of course for this and but not too long ago i did watch it prior and i did enjoy it then too for me when i was a kid watching this this was essentially my lord of the rings before lord of the rings if that makes sense it was yeah. my definition of what a fantasy film could and should be like because mm -hmm. it was very much you had your characters that are your, your standard characters but it did have mystical creatures it had wizards or sorcerers uh, and then you had your you know your knights uh your and then you had your monsters and then like you said your prophets and your prophesized one story so it was like very kind of cliche in that in that aspect but it took it to a lot of different levels that did very well when I was growing up. And I remember watching it like on daytime TV or HBO, and I was always tuning in as soon as it came in. So it was a very fond film when I was growing up as a kid. Same with me. I mean, even though I'm 12 years older than you, and when I watched it, I always liked it. It was one of those movies that whenever it was on, you would watch it, you would stop what you're doing, and 
finish it to the end. But that being said, I have to say, even though it's still enjoyable, it was held back by the technology it had. Great story. It, it is. Are you talking about cliche from watching it now? Yeah, well, I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Back then, that's you know the special effects that we had back then was amazing. But seeing it now, in the sense of what has happened since then, could need an update. If they were able to re-release this, like some kind of anniversary special and redo the special effects, I think it would help it a lot. Because you have the stop motion action there. You have the weak ass special effects of fire. Or- I, you know, I don't disagree about the special effects. Uh, some special effects really do hold up, I think. And then other ones were very weak. And, but case in point, uh, I would say, and you you can tell me if I'm wrong on this, the everything that involved with the brownies, the smallest guys right uh, right special effect right. wise they stood out extremely it, it looks like cut and paste so any scene with them in it they stood out like a sore thumb and that took you away from that i want to say was there another special effect that really stood out for you i know you were talking about the well, fire but the two-headed troll that got transformed after willow kind of turned into a dragon yeah right a two-headed dragon but that was like it, it looked bad especially when it pops up after a mad mardigan yeah um raises his sword against the the, the soldiers that one i can kind of see them doing a little bit better it will be hard yeah. uh it may have been hard because there was a scene where he jumped onto the dragon i don't know how that would look if they try to read uh, right but what i'm that. saying is like it was a mixture of stop motion a mixture of real uh, or practical effects it didn't seem smooth it didn't seem seamless you can tell yeah. When it was stop motion, you can tell when it was practical effects. I mean, those are the, the two. Troll, those are the two things that stood right. out the most to me. The trolls say. look bad. They look like people in monkey suits. They did. They absolutely look like they, they almost yeah. racist. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, that's kind of offensive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the dogs that they had was kind of cool. I like the dogs. Uh, yeah, they, it, it they, they reminded cool. me of it like very vicious. They look like the practical version of what we got in the Lord of the Rings. Those dogs, mm-hmm. those wargs dogs, those were CGI. But like here, these were very simplistic, right. but it worked. No, it definitely worked. It had that, that menacing look. It had that threat. I agree with you with the brownies. It does look, they stand out way too, like they're overlit in some aspects. Heck is like a, a down, like a derogatory word for those willows. Um, Kind. They mentioned their kind like once or twice, and everything yeah, else was just called. But everything pack. was pack, pack, pack. Mm-hmm. For those who are small people, I apologize. Uh, so please don't take offended, but we're just going from what it was seeing said here. You had the, the smallest, the brownies, and yet the tallest, the, the, which were, Willa called them giants. There was another name for them, and I just can't remember right now. Then you had the, the Willow's kind in there. And it was just. Well, I mean, it's very social. It's like a social ladder in a way. I mean, the, uh, I guess if you look at Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, it's like mm-hmm. dwarves had beards and they had like maybe like bigger noses or ears, but like halflings look like regular people with just bigger feet. Yeah, right. But but see how they were like all comp- like really different. Like the only thing I can say about the brownies is that they have tattoos and long, crazy hair. So, and that was the thing. I At one point I was like, I don't know if that's tattoos if or if that was supposed to be like a natural aspect of their skin because of, like one guy looked right. like he had like leopards 
spots on its legs and you couldn't mm. see the legs of the other guy and i appreciate them there i mean overall they were great they were like they were the comic relief they were the r2d2 and 3cpo of the story they were in um and they're both comedians in nature of those two actors so for me i knew who they were you know got a kick out of them now going to warwick davis going back to the, the story of the lead now he started at 11 years old with return of the dragon he was return of the dragon return of the jedi excuse me <laughs> He was in Return of the Jedi. He was um, the Ewok. He was Wicked. Since then, his work has been nonstop. He's been getting work. He was in every almost every Star Wars incarnation since Return of the Jedi. He got this role, lead role of a major film at the age of 17. So just six years after Return of the Jedi, he's landed this. I think he did great. I mean, he was awesome in this. He played the character right. Everyone did, actually. Everyone that, that did this movie did it right oh and yeah that's what i love about it i mean acting performance wise uh like i didn't know all the actors but like i thought every actor that had a line in it actually did a really good job going from mm -hmm. the the cast members that were in the village to um when you meet uh, mad mod was it mad mod monaghan mad monaghan mad mad monaghan mad monaghan um, twister to sorsha to the um the guy with the skull face and the and the queen mm -hmm. and the 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 sorceress they all had even the brownies they all had really good lines but it's not just that the lines were good they brought something to the table i think performance wise right and i i would have to agree right it wasn't it wasn't bad writing it wasn't bad acting for me as in being a little more mature if you will is that the special effects that took me out because we've seen this story several times it's not nothing new and but we've seen it we've seen it done better we've seen it done worse where a, a nobody becomes somebody a play out so many times and in so many incarnations and this is what we have here with with willow he's someone who wants to be someone he wants to be somebody he he inspires to be a sorcerer he wants to be an apprentice it, it doesn't work out for him but then he's presented with the opportunity you do something just like in Lord of the Rings. You have Sam the Wise and Frodo uh, go out on an adventure. And also not just Frodo, but Bilbo Baggins. He's about to go out on his story in The Hobbit. He's someone that's just low key, that wants something more. And then he goes also in Troll Hunters, that series on Netflix, who wants something more. And then he's given the opportunity to be something more. I mean, so I thought you were going to go with Matrix at one point. That's technically what happened in the Matrix. He's a guy who wants you're, something more. You're, you're absolutely right. He's something. It feels like there's something missing, right, in his life, and then he's given an opportunity. So again, we've seen that story. Great characters, like like I said, we have we have the Obi Wan and the Palpatine aspect here with the witches. We have here the Darth Vader, the guy with the skull, uh, Mad Mardigan. He's like the Luke Han Solo kind of. Well, he's more like the Han Solo, where Willow's more of like Luke. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Right, And then you have Sasha, or Sorsha, who's kind of like the Princess Leia, but the bad version turned good. Yes. Of love. It's kind of like, also a little bit of like Wizard of Oz, because you have that, that witch or sorceress with the wand that gives him the wand, Willow the wand, to give to... So for her, I was actually thinking of her like uh, Gandalf the Grey. Which one? Uh, the one with the wand that um, that first gives him the wand. No, that was the uh, 
she was like the fair the, the one that gives him the wand is more like a the queen of the fairies or something like that. Right. Um, I'm talking about the one that was actually the animals at first yeah, when yeah, we first yeah, get introduced. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Hello. And right. she was always insulting Willow and whatnot. And I was like, what was her name? I'm trying to look her up right now. That's what the that was the R. Anyways, her <laughs> who is memorable yet forgetful, I guess. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Queen uh, Bavmorda, that was uh, played by Jean Marsh. I think she did fantastic as a villainess. And oh, yeah, she was uh, awesome. I thought of her, if we're comparing to Lord of Rings, like the uh, Sauron. No, Sauron wasn't. Oh, Sauron. Sauron. It's like Sauron. Or if you want to compare to Star Wars, she was the Palpatine. She was the Emperor. I, I said that, but okay. Yeah, no, I'm just reinforcing you. But because... the, 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 witch, the, the, the animal, the animal sorceress that became human again, mm-hmm. it was uh, Raziel. Raziel, yes. And the, the names cool. were good. Queen Bazmorda. That's Bav, a great Bavmorda, name. Yeah. Bazmorda. That was an awesome name. Also, the action was pretty good. The fight yes. scenes were done very well. You, when you see Val Kilmer wielding the sword, he looked seasoned. Some of the weaponry was really cool, especially from Eric. Yeah, I won't say Eric, but it's not Eric, but it's, it's Eric. But it's Eric with an A. Is Air with a K at the end. It's Eric. But anyway, his weapon was really cool. The one with like is like a mini shield, and then a, a, a sword coming out. So that was cool. That's very yeah. we've seen it before in other. It's very reminiscent to Conan's weapon before he had the sword when he was being the gladiator. Speaking of Val Kilmer's character, he kind of had like the Conan flair. Where you'll flip the sword, right? Uh, but he'll also like also toss it. Yeah, as I spin it. So he had that. Yeah, yeah. He had that little chenisequa, if you will, <laughs> with with his uh, performance as a sword wielder. There was a move that I saw. I didn't know they did it way back then, but because it got very popular, like somewhat recently in, in fights, Mad Mardigan and Sasha are on horseback and they're going into the canyons. And she breaks free and she escapes him. And to stop him, she punches him in the throat and then kicks him or no, stomps him in the groin. I was like, yeah, that's pretty violent back in 1988, in my opinion. And since we've seen martial art films and all that stuff, but to go that way, to stop an aggressor, to hit in the throat and to stop in the groin like that, that's basically, that's basic self-defense. And to see that there in a, in a film from 1988 done so well and effectively because it, it, she didn't waste no time. She just hit it, hit the two spots quick, clever and smart. It takes someone who's bigger than you that fast. I really don't know what else to talk about in a sense of since it's 1988 and it does hold up well in a sense of storing, acting, action. The only thing that doesn't is that special effects stuff. I mean, honestly, like when you were talking about the action, the action is engaging. They kind of had like some uh, like there was like an Indiana Jones moment, I want to call it, where um, when you first get the dragon, even though it had the poor CGI, not really CGI, claymation, everybody ran away. And when he realizes it's a dragon in front of him or behind him, he runs over Mm -hmm. and he runs to the side (laughs) of all the other guys. And they're all looking at him and he's looking back at them. And but then it goes back into the action. So it. Mm -hmm. It has some that one great, moment. That one moment. And it has great moments of like, it knows where to introduce humor, is where I want to say. Like, so mm-hmm. you can go from being serious to having some good humor tied in uh, and going back and forth, which is not easy to do in a film. One thing I will say practical effects, when they were good, 
they were like really on point. Like the scene right. when everybody turned into pigs, instead of doing it like when they turned a sorceress into animals, they were going on practical effects. And that looked almost terrifying. I guess they're trying to stress that mm-hmm. and how terrifying it is and how painful that was. What stood out with me? Just your favorite scene overall. Well, it's kind of hard. It's like every scene with Val Kilmer. He everything did, everything with Val really Kilmer good, was very good. Yeah, he did right. a really good job of stealing. It's kind of like it's kind of like how he was in Tombstone. Like every scene he was in, he stole the show. Mm-hmm. He stole the scene. And here he did that as well. He was very charismatic when he had to be charismatic. When the action had to be done, he was good at the action. But I will say uh, for me, what was kind of funny is not with him, but with the, the two witches, sorcerers, where Raviel grabs the queen by the wand and starts throwing her. And the queen is being slammed against the walls. Bang, it's it's bang. both comical and a good scene at the same time. And that's right. where I was comparing it to Lord of the Rings between Gandalf the Grey versus uh, right. uh, uh, the White. But when she was going, no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. So you can like, see her laughing too. She's like, <laughs> probably because, like, how silly the scene is. <laughs> and then, you know, when the queen charges at her from, from that, you know, it says like, you know, and you can see how the queen is like with using the magic or the evil in her is eating her up. Yeah. But, and then like her, she didn't really do any like crazy chants. She said, you're pigs. And she just like threw energy at them. Like she was using the force or the Sith magic. I thought it was more from her trying to do the spell against a baby. Like she's like casting it to like one of the levels of hell or something like that. Right. But like the thing is like when she, she didn't use any spells though, like chants. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. Her enchantments for that, that pixie to like to yeah for anything. She like she grabbed her when she went to kill her daughter, throw her against a, a speared. She, she cast fence. like she, a word or something, but it, like I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It was. Well, I'm really gonna watch quick. it again with Kim because she hasn't seen it or she hasn't seen it since way back back when. So I'm gonna see what her reactions are. She'll probably feel the same thing in a way, in a sense how I like the the special effects didn't age well, mm-hmm. but pretty much everything else did. And, and, and again, like in the beginning, it tells you right away what's happening, what's going on. The True. queen was told about a child that will destroy her. So what she does she do? She does very a Moses thing or a very biblical thing where getting all the firstborns and killing them. I call that the Snow, the snow White syndrome. Well, same thing, but that's also from in, also in Bible, dealing with, I believe, with... Moses and the uh, the king and the king ordered all the first child born and then I- irony that his first child born is killed. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is a good story. Is it is it worth the watch? Definitely is, especially since now the series has premiered on Disney Plus. So definitely worth the watch to see where it goes if you're into that. Now I have not seen the series yet. Have you? No. It's like there's eight episodes, I believe. They're premiering or they premiered the first two episodes already, I guess, to get attention. So I'm wondering how they're going to do it, which is interesting, too, because he has his kids. His son, Warwick Davis's son, is in this as well. So now it's like the circle is kind of complete. Here's the thing. like I haven't watched any of the trailers or anything like that. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if, if they're going to bring back the, the Princess of Prophecy because – in the movie, the princess was a baby. That was the one twist I kind of enjoyed. The fact that the prophecy came through, but uh, but not in a way that your average person would think. Where the uh, the queen was like, this baby's going to bring about my end. But like you would think that would be like when she grows up. 
but no, mm-hmm. it was because just because the baby is the center. Uh, it like it really, if the queen did nothing, the baby probably would. The prophecy would never come through. It was a self-actualizing prophecy. In that sense, you're right in the thing that she did it to herself. Exactly, and, and like with a little help from Willow, because all he did was trick her. And uh, right, but then she goes with the wand to, to do a, a death strike or death blow, and, and, and when she puts it up during the rainstorm, the uh, the lightning strikes. Well, it was a combo because when he makes the princess disappear and she freaks mm-hmm. out for a second, knocking right. over the potions that were right. like she was going to use on the on the baby, then mm-hmm. lifts her hand. So it was a combination of the two, and right. then that caused now, her. Do we think that the queen makes a return in the series because? Did she die or did she just vanish to another place? Here's And that was the thing I was thinking about the other day, too, because the spell wasn't really to kill the baby. It was to banish it to a place where it could never return. Here, now, of course, it's not going to be the same actress. If they had the same actress from 1988, it'd be like that'd be kind of amazing. Redoing her CGI-wise or something like that. Oh, no. Well, Palpatine, he's been alive since... The seventies, actually, eighty three, eighty three. He's been there. He's been. The, the, he was in Return of the Jedi. So since eighty three, he's still performing. So maybe she'll make an appearance. I mean, I don't know. I'm double checking right Again, now. She's still kicking, but she'll be. Well, don't look. Don't look. Don't look at the cast of the new series. Oh no, no, no! I'm just looking from the original movie, uh, Gene Marsh. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's still alive, but uh, she's pushing a hundred. Oh, she's like uh, she was born in 1934. So, oh, are you are you looking at the the queen? Yeah, the queen. Oh wow! Oh, you talking about you talking about the princess then? No, the princess. She should make an appearance. It would make sense that she. I mean, they could have had calls for him. Princess, but true. But I mean, no, it doesn't have to be the same one. It could be the same character. Yeah, because even though he he was never a sorcerer, even though he claimed to be for a show, he gets a book of sorcery, of spells. And we see that he learned a little bit on his return travel. Mm-hmm. He's able to cast one spell, making an apple into a bird. I always did wonder, we'll did see. he save his farm? So he had debt to the other guy. Like, right. Did he get money? Well, I don't think he got money from rescuing the No, princess. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Now, does he play like the Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi, where he's like a hermit, he doesn't. He doesn't want to do anything. He wants. To, I mean, I haven't seen the trailers either. So what we're talking about, I have no idea what's going to happen in the series. Or is he like going to be, you know, like a whole high sorcerer where he's in high demand, or does he again go into a hermit? And those are kids who are in the original, his original kids in the, in the movie, or are they going to make a return? Is his wife there, or is he alone? Is he solo? Like what happened? You know, there's going to be a prequel. There should be a middle ground of between Willow. Could be. And that well, something happened there, and then to the series. That's a big time frame. That's about what I mean. From '88 to now, that alone is a little bit is thirty plus years. Yeah, I mean the um, the time I watched this, it before this time, I was with mm-hmm. some friends. They were a little bit inebriated, and um, <laughs> uh, for I can confidently say because I asked them afterwards, and they're like they were like surprised. They never seen the movie before in their in their life. And mm-hmm. uh, they watched it, and they're like, "They're like, dude, this is better than what they've seen in a lot of other fantasy films." And they were mm-hmm. really taken aback about how it was. Granted, uh, I never asked them to watch it sober again, so I don't know if the, how they would hold up. But right. I, I would think that for your average viewer, like you said, 
this mm-hmm. is a recommendation from us. We, uh, we stand by it. Like, this is a watch. And this is a, a good time. Comparison to reviews. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has it at, with by the professional critics, at 53. It's a splat. 53%. But with the That's audience harsh. review, yeah. And with the audience review, it's 79%. Now, granted, you have, like, with the professional reviews, it's 59 reviews. With the audience reviews, it's over 100,000. So you give and take, right? I think 79% is a fair review. I think so, too. I, even the sound score was good, too. The music was good in this. Oh, it had beautiful music sound score. And it's not from John Williams. It, it had that John Williams feel, but mm. it's not. It's by, by James Horner. And he's done Titanic, Avatar, Mask of Zorro, Oh, that makes American sense. American Hell. He's done, uh, well, he's done Star Trek, Wrath of Khan, which is it. That Magnificent Seven recently. So he's done a lot of legit work with a lit, you know, like successful films. So, and he did the music for Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, excuse me, with um, Garfield. And I so, enjoyed that. Yeah. So, oh, and he did also work on the Karate Kid with uh, Jackie Chan. I did not watch that. So, the Jackie Chan Karate Kid, you haven't seen that one yet? You don't need to. I mean, unless it was called Kung Fu Kid, it's then worth the watch. It's so much almost like verbatim of the dialogue of what happened in the Karate Kid today. I was like, wow, they really didn't really. But anyway, for me, Willow's a hit. Mm-hmm. Willow's a must watch. Is it worth the own? No. Worth the watch and bro, I own it. So I I, I have to say it's worth the own. Um, I, I think, may, I, I, think may... I own the Blu-ray too. I got the Blu-ray. <laughs> I may own it as well. I just can't remember. But since it's on Disney Plus, I just put it on there. All right, guys. That is our throwback review of the 1988 film Willow. And again, you can catch the current new series streaming on Disney+. Plus. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.